0: Grace and mercy and peace be with you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I've made this statement before, and some of you have heard it, and some of you have not. But in the Bible, in both the Old Testament Hebrew language and the New Testament Greek language, the word that gets translated as spirit, like Holy Spirit, both in Hebrew and in Greek, can also mean wind all right so you are here in the presence of the holy spirit where god is alive and well moving and active in your lives i mean that a little facetiously but also very seriously too jesus is here his spirit is upon you moving and active and he does it through his word his word is here I want to ask you today, how good is your memory? How good is your memory these days? Are you able to uh, quickly put information into your head and then pull it back out and retrieve it? Many people have asked me and they've said, hey, Pastor, how do you remember so many people's names? I'll tell you what, it's magic. That's how I do it. It's <laughs> uh, no. In all honesty, uh, it doesn't just happen. It's actually very intentional. Uh, I I value knowing people's names. I value knowing your name, and so so I I, I try to memorize your name. Uh, when I meet somebody new, a lot of times I'll I'll write their name down somewhere. Not not usually when I'm talking to them, but quickly after I'll try to write it down, and then I'll look at it, and then. Later on in the week, I'll quiz myself about the name. Maybe if I've met you and uh, during the week, I, I may actually even uh, talk about you. Only good things, I promise. But by doing that, it, it helps to recall the name, right? So there are all these little tips and tricks, but the point is it's, it's intentional. It doesn't just happen. That's what we've been talking about over the last uh, number of weeks with all these spiritual disciplines. To, to put into practice disciplines uh, takes, takes intentionality. It doesn't just happen. To, to do things that are valuable in your life, they don't just happen. You actually have to make them happen. And so today, as we talk about memorization, it's the same deal. Memorization. I, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I had to do a lot of memorization. Memorization. Uh, Whether it was in school, memorizing dates and facts, or whether it was at Sunday school or confirmation, memorizing Bible verses or the catechism, I have crammed a lot of stuff into this noggin over the years. And as my kids will sometimes tell me, because sometimes I'm a little slower on uh, retrieving my memories. One time my daughter said to me, Dad, I think it's just because you're getting old and you have a lot of stuff clogging up your head. I said, I think you're right. That's probably probably what it is. Well, we're going to be talking about memorization today, not just memorizing in general, but memorizing the Bible Uh, And and maybe not the whole thing, but at least portions of it. And so we're going to take a look at the Bible today, the scriptures that we read about a reason why memorizing the Bible is important. And then I'm also for again, if you've got your Bible, you can tend to his people. And so the devil says, again, if you're the son of God, why don't you throw yourself off of this very high place? They're up on a high place, and the devil says, Throw yourself down, and the angels will catch you, right? Jesus again responds, It is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. The devil, did you pick up on this? The devil knows God's word, the devil knows the Bible. The devil knows the Bible and the devil tries to twist God's word so that you think it means something else. The devil knows the Bible and he tries to use it to throw us off. So how are you going to, how are, how are you going to deal with the devil's temptations and his misquoting and misapplying of the scripture in your life if you don't know it? If you don't have it in your head, how are you going to know if what is being taught to you is true? because even the devil knows God's word and will try to misconstrue it to lead you astray. But then even one more time, the devil tells this, all of this power over all these places and all these people, if you just bow down and worship me, tempts Jesus. The devil, The devil falsely claims that he even has this authority. You ever heard that, that saying, he sold his soul to the devil? The devil's trying to get Jesus to do. And again, Jesus responds, it is written. Already, But he says, he says, Jesus, he again takes him up on a high place and he says, you "Devil, you have heard that before? What do we usually mean by that? It means that you've given in. It is written. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall. Jesus, if you just fall down and worship me, if you just fall down and worship me, I will give you all to the devil's temptation that all you need are earthly riches and earthly power and how you serve. And as soon as he did that, the devil left him and angels came and nothing else. And all you got to do is just go after those things. That's selling your soul to the devil. That's what he ministered to Jesus. So why should we memorize scripture? Well, this event shows us clearly that it is God's word alone that thwarts the attacks of the devil. The devil may try to twist God's word, but when you have God's word in your head and on your heart and on your lips, the devil can't mess with you. You live in a world that is constantly trying to misconstrue God's word of truth constantly trying to misapply it, constantly trying to call into question God's word of truth. And the devil wants wants you to call into question God's word of truth. How are you going to, to know whether it's a temptation of the devil or God's word of truth unless you know it and have it on your heart and in your mind? Jesus has defeated the devil through his death and resurrection, the devil has no ultimate power over you. All he can do is try to confuse you. All he can do is try to, try to lead you astray, but he ultimately has no power over you when you've got God's word. When you have God's word in your mind and on your heart and on your lips, the devil has to leave you alone. And you have solid ground on which to stand and on which to have hope and peace and joy. And on top of that, when you put God's word inside of you, it will shape your perspective on everything. You'll see the world differently, just a phrase, but what does that mean? It means that when you, when you actually truly love something and when you're passionate about it and, and when it makes sense to you and when it's got great meaning and purpose, it doesn't just reside in your head, but also in your heart. And so God's word is not just supposed to be some knowledge piece that you have filed away up here, but also living and moving here in your heart so that everything that you do and say and see is affected by God's word. Colossians 3, 16 speaks about the word of God like this. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God, let God's word live in you. Let it be in your heart, my friends. Let God's word be in you. Let it be in your heart. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. All right, I know it's really windy. We're going to be wrapping up real shortly, but I'm going to give you a couple of quick tips. A couple of quick tips about memorizing things in general that you can put into practice when memorizing the Bible, Okay. This is a lot of information. Some of you are taking notes. You're doing awesome. I see you. Um if you if you if you can't remember what I'm saying, we have all this filed for you on our resources page on our website, copperluth.org slash resources. We've got all kinds of things for you and I've got this already up for you. But a couple of tips for memorizing things. Five things. One, first of all, look at what no man, it's just uh, just the call before the storm. There's a Calm, little calm. First, meaningful. What, make it meaningful. If you want to memorize something, make it meaningful. Okay. So if you're going to begin begin memorizing the Bible, pick something that has great meaning for you. Pick a verse or a couple of verses that 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 really makes sense. That you're like, I love this. It's got to have good meaning for you. The the deeper the meaning, the the more passionate you're going to be about it. The more that it's going to sit in your heart. The second is organize. Organization. So, in, in your brain, in your body, you, you do have a filing type system. Some of yours is a bit more uh, chaotic than others. <laughs> some of yours is like a Dewey Decimal system. You've got it all, you know, perfectly filed away. And some of you have thick file folders with lots of cobwebs. I understand that too. So, um, but either way, you have you have organized place like. Association Association means um, associate what you're trying to memorize with something that you already know so if you've got a Bible memory verse about um, I don't know about trees or something file it away with something else that you know about trees okay and, and just uh, uh, put it put it with something that you already know try to get it to associate with something that you already know the fourth is visualization. So if you can create a, a, a visual picture of what you're trying to memorize, especially with the Bible, um, some people will create a uh, word art, like you can actually design something, maybe draw a picture of, of, of what it actually uh, looks like to you. Um, the, sometimes the crazier the visualization, uh, the better. <clears throat> and the fifth is pay attention. This is common sense, it should make sense, but pay attention because memorization doesn't just happen it has to be intentional now you were handed a slip of paper with a bible verse on it go ahead and take that out for a second don't let it blow away anybody want to guess why I gave you a piece of paper with a bible verse on it Silas because you have to memorize it that's right (coughs) you're right Silas you do Actually, you don't have to, you get to. How about that? Uh, in, all, in all honesty, um, this is what I want you to do this week. Memorize it. Uh, hopefully, we gave one to, to young children here, too. So we want, want the kids to do this. So this is an opportunity for you around your tables or at bedtime or wherever it is. Put this Bible verse, um, tape it to your steering wheel. Uh, don't stare at it while you're driving, but maybe at a stop sign or something. Uh, hang it on your mirror, print off multiple copies of it, uh, a Bible verse. And then pick something else next week. If you want a list of Bible verses to memorize, a good list that this is all generated off of, Again, that resource page on our website has a whole list of them that you can take a look at. All right. So finally, I just simply want to say, God's word is alive and it is active. We have evidence of it because the wind is blowing today. Jesus is here. His spirit is moving in your life. You have his word now in your pocket, and it's going to go into your brain and on your heart. Let God's word dwell in you richly, for his word is life. In Jesus' word is life. It is life now. It is life eternal. I pray you love it. I pray you delight in it. I pray that his word is ever in your minds and on your heart and on your lips. Oh, and just by the way, I'm preaching next Sunday, and I may randomly call on some of you, I know who is here, uh, to tell me your memory work. So just a word of warning. I'll be nice. Don't, don't worry. All right. Go in God's grace and with His peace. Amen.